Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Spotlight series. We're still in July. July. Jesus Christ, man. I don't know my days. We're still in July, and we're still doing action blockbusters. And so I've been biding my time, waiting. Uh, we finally get to dip into the Fast and Furious franchise alliteration. Uh, so we were trying to figure out which one to do, and... We were thinking about doing some of the early ones, but then they weren't really blockbustery. I don't know what happened, but at a certain point, just like everyone's brain just snapped and was like, "I want to watch these movies. They're really the good." The first one was. It, it was, was good, really big. but not as good as the later ones. The no. later ones make well, yeah, billions. <laughs> well, that's because they switched from doing from it being like just street cars and street car racing. To being really complex plots with a lot, a lot, a lot of different vehicles. Yeah, it, it's an and absolute And every type of vehicle in existence. <laughs> oh man, it's so good. So we actually picked the latest one to come out, uh, Hobbs and Shaw. It's actually the first spinoff. They did a couple of weird ones for like uh, roller coaster rides at different places. There was one called it Supercharged. And there was a Tokyo Drift one they did. And it might have been a game, but this is the first, like, legit spinoff one. And mm. so it's Hobbs and Shaw. You don't see old Iron Giant Boy or computer animated Paul, Paul Walker. Walker pop up in this one. It's just Hobbs and Shaw. And I know people out there, who the hell's Hobbs and Shaw? Uh, so Hobbs is The Rock. The Rock. I, I was trying to say his real name and oh, all Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, my brain just said The Rock. Like it was like in big fat red letters was The Rock in my head, and I was like, "Yes, he what's was his... The Rock before he was Dwayne Johnson." I was like, "What's his real fucking like name?" Like his to the I don't know to the general pop population. Yeah, he, he's the he rock. was The Rock first. Yeah. So uh, the Fast and Furious films, if you <laughs> alliteration, man. Uh, so these films, if you don't know, at a certain point. They take a big old jump backwards because a lot of cool stuff happened and a lot of cool people died really fast. And they were like, well, we kind of want you back. Fuck it. These next four films are prequels. Prequels. But we're not really going to say it. (laughs) Because so in like trailers and stuff, they didn't say it was prequels. But you just see people there. And I'm like, wait, you were in the first movie, but you like died, I thought. And like, oh, this is before that one. That's weird. Uh, So they did a ton of them back in the day and they kind of turned into heist films and they were using cars to steal things and it was like they uh, were working with the cops yeah and then they were like secret agents kind of and Charlie's throne was like making out with the iron giant and it was he had like a kid and there's a lot of things this is a lot of mail and okay there's a lot of stuff that happens in the other fast and the furious films so but in this one oh well i was gonna say who they are so hobbs he is a CIA agent? No, DSS. DSS. He's the DSS agent, a really good guy. He is the straight-laced, like, I'm a cop, and I'm going to catch you, and I'm probably going to catch you because I'm really good at what I, I mean, do. I mean, that's pretty much what The Rock plays in all of his films. Yeah. What He's a that guy. smile. That motherfucker can smile yeah, for days. He, yeah. So his he, smile is fantastic. So he pops up in Fast Five trying to catch everybody because they're bad people, honestly. They're yeah. lovable, but they're bad people. And so he's been there since the fifth movie, technically. The 
minus second movie. Whatever. Whatever. The fifth movie. Fast so, Five. He was yeah. in Fast Five. So he pops up and he's always there because people were like, damn, The Rock's really cool. And he added like another $300 million because he was in the movie. Because so, people will go see a movie if it has The Rock in it. Yeah. So they wrote that gravy train with The Rock. And so Shaw, the other name, so it's like Tango and Cash, Shaw is Jason Statham. Uh, his brother was the bad guy in Furious 7. And uh, they fucked him up proper. And so he was actually in six. His brother was the bad guy in six. And so he came to get revenge on them because uh, they beat the shit out of his brother. And he's like, no one beats up my family. And so uh, I keep calling him Iron Giant. What's his fucking name? Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's like. We are Groot. Yeah, he's like, my family's more family than your family. Yeah, we are Groot. Yeah, and then Shad's like, I can't do a good English accent. I'm not even going to try. Don't even try. It's and he like stomps the street and the street like, oh, it's so stupid. But, but you find out that fucking Han from Tokyo Drift got killed by him. It's kind of weird. So, but Han's in the new one, kind of. Any hoozle. <laughs> These two people hate each other. 100% they hate each other. In all the movies that they pop up, they look at each other like, that's that motherfucker right there. They're special agents, but they hate each other because yeah. one's a British special agent and the other one... One's MI6, basically. Honestly. And, and the other one is uh, essentially CIA. DSS is essentially, like, CIA. So they hate each other because of that. And they just don't get along because they both... They're very much alpha males. Like, yes. <laughs> I have my way that I'm going to do it, and this is the way that's going to get our shit done and the other one is always like no we're gonna do it my way and that's how it's gonna happen so it's a lot of that throughout this entire movie is them competing to see whose like plan of action actually succeeds yeah to do what they need to do uh they are both looking for this virus called snowflake that like what what did he say melts you from the inside yes ryan reynolds he's like the handler for the rock he said it melts you on the insides and so uh, they're like, we need to find this. And so Jason Statham, his sister, actually injects herself with it because Idris Elba is like... Black Superman. Yes. Uh, he is RoboCop with all the metal shit on the outside. It's all on the inside. He is destroying people. He is calculating where you're going to punch him and punching you first. He is awesome. So the <laughs> reason that he is destroying people and is Black Superman... Um, Basically, in a previous meeting, um, Jason Statham's character kills him, kills Idris Elba's character, and this company, Etienne, brings him back to life, basically, by making him the bionic man, essentially. They put in a bunch of metal plates and, like, a computer system in him. Like, he's, he's a cyborg, but with the, with essentially the strength of Superman. And the company, Etion, is trying to get a hold of this virus so that they can use it as a weapon against everybody else. Basically, they want to weed out all the normies and (laughs) they want to create a bunch of super soldiers. (laughs) You normal over there? Get some of the snowflake. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So, uh, oh my gosh. Jason Statham's sister is part of like a special... Um, she was MI6, I believe. She was MI6? Okay. So she's part of MI6, and they go on a special, like, thing to go find this uh, virus. 
and they find it, but as soon as they find it, Idris Elba rolls up on him with his crew, and he just takes out everybody. So she's like, well, I have to protect this virus from getting in the hands of Etienne, so she injects herself with it and then flees, and she makes it, oh, like, she successfully makes it away from him without dying, and then Hobbs and Shaw come into the picture. Yeah, so it's it's a lot of... There is some driving in it, a lot of explosions. A lot there was of, a lot of driving in it. Yeah, a lot of punches and stuff. Uh, this movie is great. You can tell that they still have that awesome, like, skeleton of a Fast and Furious film, the later ones. Uh, you get a lot of cool cars, cars doing improbable shit, things that they probably things. shouldn't. Uh, there's a scene where there's a helicopter being towed by, like, five hot rods, and then the rock's holding the helicopter with a chain. Superman, or it's Marvel a, style, yeah. It's a mess, but it's so cool. Like, it is really uh, it's, cool. It's so fucking cool. Uh, this movie's great. If you haven't seen any of the Fast and Furious films, you'll be fine, because they just don't like each other. That's all you really need to know. Yeah, no, and, I did fine. It, the rest of the plots to all the other movies didn't matter. All you needed to know was that they didn't like each other. Yeah, honestly, that's the biggest thing. But it's great. It's funny. It's really funny because The Rock's a funny dude. Yeah, he's a really good comedian. is very deadpan with what he says and how he says things. So it's good to have like the straight man in the joke and then the silly one. But Rock wasn't super silly. Like he was just silly enough. Yeah, there was there's no like Chris Farley in this movie falling over things. It's just they were funny with just how they did things. It it's amazing. Well, Jason Statham brought in that dry uh, British humor too. He did have a bit of that. And there was a lot of like, oh, well, you know, I'm better than you. A lot of that. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, from his end. So it was really good. Oh, yeah. Okay. So who is your favorite character? Um, My favorite character in this movie was The Rock. 100%. Because I love him. And he's hilarious. And that smile. Yeah. He's. You can't. I've never seen a movie that had The Rock in it that I didn't enjoy watching him in. I mean, given I haven't seen some of his not so great films, his cameo in the Scorp in the second Mummy movie was a mess. Wasn't he the Scorpion King? He did. Scorpion King was a good movie. His cameo in Mummy Two was not that good. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I haven't seen some of the ones that were like not great box office wise. Like I didn't see San Andreas. Um, I think that actually did great. I thought it didn't do well because, like. I don't know. The first wave of people went and saw it and then said it was crap. Oh, um, but then, <laughs> oh, Rampage. I didn't see Rampage. I but didn't I Rampage see like Return to Witch Mountain. I didn't see some. He wasn't that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see what the Tooth Fairy. No, that was Vin Diesel, huh? He did one like that. The Babysitter, some something like yeah, that. Yeah. He did some film like I haven't seen a bunch of those films, but in all the films that I have seen him in, I really really like him. Um, he is just hilarious. And there's something about The Rock, like his persona in all the films, like he's gigantic. And if I saw him in person, like on the street and I didn't know it was The Rock, I'd probably be really scared of a dude that big. (laughs) Um, But as soon as he smiled at you, it's like, nope, teddy bear. Like he's just a teddy bear. And you like, let's go grab a drink because you're hella chill. Um, that's just something that The Rock has. It's very similar to Terry Crews. They both have that, like, I'm huge, but I'm also super, yeah. like, disarming. Like, I'm I'm fine. Um, and I love that about The Rock. So, he's my favorite. Yeah. So, I actually picked uh, my favorite character. I'm cheating a little bit. I said Hobbs and Shaw. 
they were great. This is this is a great buddy cop movie. Yeah, by I was just about you took the words out of my mouth. By all definition, this is a buddy cop film. They're not yeah. cops, but it, it's just. I mean, they're kind of cops. Yeah, it's like like forty eight hours, man. It's like the people that just do not like each other, but they get shit done together. Yeah. Rush Hour. They didn't like each other. They, kind of. Towards the middle, they were like best friends, mm-hmm. but like the first, I don't know, forty minutes of it. He didn't like him, and he didn't think he spoke English. He's like, I hate you. I can't even talk to you. But it, it's one of those films, and it's just really cool. It takes them a pretty long time to be like, we're we're friends now. Yeah. Well, like all buddy cop movies, it has to, the story has to get to a point where there's no way out but to trust each other. Yeah. So, like, we've tried The Rock's way. We've tried Jason Statham's way. And both of us got a... Like, both of those scenarios got us here where we're pinned down, and now we have to work together and pull some shit out of our ass and make it work. (laughs) Yeah, and it actually attests to the end of the film, because when we were watching it, well, first time I saw it, I was like, how the fuck are they going to beat this guy? Because Idris Elba, when he fights them, he fights them multiple times, like a video game, you know? Yeah. And every time they swing at him... It shows slow-mo in his face, like his like Iron Man like heads up display. Cyborg, yeah. And he's like, Well, you should move to the right just a little bit. And he like dodges yeah. and hits him like, back. Like attack imminent. It says across his little eyes, like you <laughs> Yeah. So he's dodging everything. He has not been touched oh, by That's one of the coolest things about this film is whenever in the final fight, I think it's the very final one. When it's like raining on the Yeah, yeah. yeah. The final fight, they are both fighting him at the same oh, time. Really yeah. But there's a this moment in that fight where the rock is going to punch Idris Elba and his little like radar thing fucking tells you how much force oh, yeah. is behind the rock's punch. And that is the coolest fucking like little tiny feature to put into this film. Like the rock is a big dude and I would not want to get punched by him, even though he's not a boxer by any means. But I'm not trying to get punched by The Rock. And the fact that that little, his little visor eyes, like crazy cyborg eyes, just said the amount, the pounds of force that were coming at him. And gross. it was like over a thousand pounds of force. It yeah, was, it's, it's pretty <laughs> gross <laughs> to get it was hit by insane. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fucking great. So, uh, well, I'll bring up the, the ending because I really enjoyed it. So, um, they have a way to get the the disease, the snowflake, out of his sister. And they head to the one place that they know they can be safe for at least a day. They head to Samoa. Yeah. And so they see Hobbs and all his family and his mom. And she's throwing, that was my favorite moment in this whole She's film. throwing shoes at people and everybody's getting quiet, even though everybody's gigantic and she's tiny, but they're all scared of her, as you should be. Yep, that's because that's how you should treat your family. Yep. That's how everyone should be afraid of their mom. Yeah, and so I don't know if all of the dudes were related to The Rock. They probably were. Almost guaranteed they um, were all related but to Roman The Roman Reigns, if you know wrestling, Roman Reigns was there. And this mm-hmm. was around the time where he um, he took a little bit of break because his leukemia was popping back up. And so he had some free time on his hands. And The Rock's like, you want to come to Samoa and like film some shit? And he's like, yeah, man, I can do that. Absolutely. Let's yeah, do I it. I got time. Because they're like cousins. Yeah. So. so they're related. So it was really cool to see him in there. And it, it was really awesome. Yeah. So... Uh, like like we said before, Idris Elba's trying to scoot off in a helicopter. They hook this towing line to the hel- to the helicopter. That thing should have flipped instantly. Which should have jackknifed yeah. it immediately. And so, helicopter trying to leave. They're driving. They're like, we're not heavy enough. And then one of his, his Usos pop up. 
they hook their hot rod to the tow truck, keeps it down. They're like, fuck it, use, you know, they're quietly, slowly pulling the helicopter up. So at this point, there are five cars hooked to each other. And then they take this hard turn, and only one of them is actually on the road. Everybody else is just perilously yeah. hanging off the cliff. You want to guess which Samoan is the one in the fifth car that's holding down this entire oh, thing? Yeah. The only fat Samoan in the entire, like, <laughs> in all of the Rock's family. Okay? They had The Rock, which is, he's a big-ass dude. And then... Like three other big ass dudes in the cars behind him, and then the one car that would keep that helicopter from just completely flying away and dropping all these people into the ocean was the one big sumo wrestler looking Samoan dude. Old Chucky it boy. Was such a mess. It was Tubbo. His name uh, was Tubbo. <laughs> I said, of course it's that guy. Yeah. The one guy who could do it. But yeah, and then the chain starts coming off the tow truck, and so what do you do when you're a big strong dude? You grab the chain yourself and keep the helicopter from yeah, leaving. Yeah, you pull a Marvel. Bruh, oh, man. It's, when I saw that, I was like, this movie is it's so... It's the quintessential Marvel move. And you see, if you've seen any Marvel films from the last, I don't know, 10 years, you have seen this move. Because Captain America does it. Thor does it. Spider-Man does it. I think Iron Man does it at one point. Basically... Captain America does it. He grabs onto the edge of a helicopter and the edge of a building and holds the helicopter to that building. Uh, <laughs> Spider-Man holds a whole boat together. Like, <laughs> basically, you just extend both of your arms in a T-pose and then you just flex really hard and pull the two things together yeah. that you're holding together. Uh, oh, what's his face? The first Spider-Man, he, he stopped that subway. Oh, yeah, yeah. made that weird face. Yeah, he did do it that way. <laughs> he stayed in front of it. It just smushed himself, stopping it. Damn, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. And he passed out. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, the helicopter finally crashes after being in the air way too long. Mm-hmm. And so, they, it's raining, because that's how you do a final fight. It has to be rainy. And so, they look at Black Superman. They're like, you know, let's go give him some kryptonite. And so, they're swinging at him, like always, and it's not working. But then, one of the times, he's punching Jason Statham. And the rock hits him in the back, and it actually gets a hit. And they're like, what the fuck happened? Why did it change? And he's like, oh, his stupid little computer will calculate for one swing, but if you catch him right after he punches, that's his, like, blind spot. And so they're like, okay, well, I'll take a punch for you so you can hit him. And they're like, I'll take a punch for you. And I'm like, oh, they're best friends now. And so it's pretty cool. The next couple of moments are, like, Idris Elba doing, like, a devastating punch to one of them. And they'll slow it down so you just see their face mush in. And then you just see a fist come out and catch Idris Elba in his face. And he mushes up. And so they just keep doing that. They're like, it's two of us, man. Like, you can only hit us so many times really hard. But we can hit you so many more. And so they finally catch him off guard because they have more fists. And so The Rock gives him the nastiest suplex onto, like, fucking just rock granite on his head. And I was like, oh, my God. Suplexes are devastating in real yeah. life. And so, the evil computer voice is talking to him, and he's like, I'll get you one day, Inspector Gadget. And then Idris Elba dies, and then they all go home, and they're like, yeah, and they jump and high-five. And that's kind of the end of the movie. You know what I forgot? Hmm. We didn't do least favorite characters. We didn't. So, uh, great movie. Katie, what's your least favorite character? 
Uh, my least favorite character was the person in charge of Etienne. Fuck yeah. You know what I wrote? I wrote evil computer voice. Yeah. So the whoever the actual like head guy, he's definitely like a Snoke character. Like yeah. you hear his voice and you're like, fuck, that's an evil dude. But you never see him. He's just speaking through a computer. So he's somewhere on some safe island mm. hiding away so he don't get hurt because he's probably a bitch. Um, but he was the worst. He was pulling all the strings for the evil corporation the whole time. He was trying to destroy the world with this virus. He was fucking up Idris Elba and, like, basically brainwashing him uh, and controlling him via computer chip. So, fuck that guy. Yeah, apparently he knows Hobbs. He's like, oh, you don't remember me? And, like, now your voice is all scratchy and shit. How would I know it? He's like, well, we'll we'll see each other face-to-face one day, Inspector Graduate. And he just turns off the computer. And I was like... Yeah, and I have thoughts about that, but better to just save them until we get a second movie so yeah they can be confirmed i don't, I don't think it's that person but I, I i actually think it's like a chick and it's just making it like a man voice but we'll see later on because obviously they're making another hobbs and shaw because this movie did great yeah. and everybody liked it and it's a light-hearted spin-off in the world of fast and furious because some of those films get a little not serious but they i don't know there's a lot of people. It's like an ensemble crew. It's like at least five people, and it's hard to give everybody time. And it's like Tyrese yelling about whatever job they're doing, and he doesn't want to do it, but he doesn't go anywhere because it's all he got. He's like, oh, oh, it's a submarine. I'm like, yeah, man, it's a submarine. He's like, ah. But, you know, that's all he, he's got is that. So, um, so seven-word synopsis. Okay, um... I got Let's a couple. See. Go ahead. Okay. So uh, I got three. I said, it's like the odd couple, but violent. Accurate. It's a robot guy. Uh, the Rock has an infectious, beautiful smile. Yes, he does. Every time he smiles or does his weird eyebrow thing, I just get a stupid grin on my face. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he's a cute guy. And then Idris Elba got his brakes beat off. Uh, yeah. At the end of this movie, they are destroying this man. I'm telling you, they suplexed him. If you know what a suplex is, you grab someone by their, by their tummy from behind and you just throw them over your head. Uh, they do that to him and he falls on his head onto rocks. I don't care who you are. You're in Concussion County. <laughs> well, he was mostly robot but at that point. Yeah, so. Well, you need to fucking restart the driver because <laughs> <laughs> he got fucked up. When he fell on his head, I was like, woo, this fight done? <laughs> I was like, you're not falling on your head and getting back up and like... Round three, asshole. I'm like, nah, nah, you're going to sit still. What you got? Okay, so I've got a 14-word synopsis that is a quote from the movie. Um, it's from Shaw and his sister. And he says, cut your heart out if you're lying. And she responds, I'd be afraid if I had one. Ooh. Yeah, like the perfect seven words <laughs> for each of them. Um, yeah. And then my last one is um, Transformers and Velociraptors. Fully artist had fun. So when you're watching this film, keep your ears uh, tuned in to the action scenes and what's happening. Because there is for sure 100% uh, someone threw in the sound that the Transformers make when they... uh, (laughs) transform that whatever the fuck sound like somebody put that in there and there was definitely a velociraptor sound from jurassic park thrown in there as well so keep your ears out because it's there 
Hey, do the Transformers sound again. Why? Because it's terrible? <laughs> it sounds like a Krabby. It was awful. Yeah, well, yeah that's, that's the sound. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like Krabby from like, Pokemon is like... No. That's a Krabby. And then Kingler, he's like... Cookie. Cookie. Yeah. <laughs> and I always wanted to... I had a Krabby. They're not that good. No, they suck. Kingler's yeah. pretty good, though. Yeah, but you got to do a lot of work to get them there. It only evolves once, so it's like... Made to be shitty. Yeah. That's Pokemon talk with Katie and Otis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was so pumped when I got a Grammy. I was like, fuck yeah, man. He was in the Pokemon League. He was doing work for Ash. And mm-hmm. then they lost. I'm like, you suck, Ash. So, uh, what do you think the budget for Hobbs and Shaw was? $300 million. 200 Oh, okay. So I bet. I was off um, by $100 million. That's I'm, so much. Yeah. <laughs> but this day and age... Like, that's protocol. You have to have that much yeah. money to make a movie, sadly. Well, this uh, movie was a lot more um, practical than I yes. think. I've Where my budget was was, like, way less practical than what it should have been. Because this movie is very much on the ground. Like, oh, here's a bunch of cars. Here's some people fighting. Like, in the streets of London, here's some people fighting on an island. Like, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so what do you think the box office was? One billion dollars. Not a bad guess. Seven hundred sixty million. Oh, that's so, shocking. Yes, um, when this movie uh, they were throwing out teaser trailers and the actual trailer, um, the first trailer was not good. A lot of people were like, "That looks shitty," and they showed a lot of the film. I remember watching the trailer and I was like, "That's not gonna be that good." And I like The Rock a lot, and so. Um, Oh, and so they got wised up and they tried again with another trailer. And I was like, okay, that looks way better. Like, yeah. uh, for some reason, people now have this issue with trailers in movies and they show all the good stuff. And I'm like, man, that was really good. I feel that you showed me the best parts of the movie. That's a big problem with trailer makers. And if anyone in Hollywood is listening, uh, first off, thank you. Um, but secondly, <laughs> chill out with the trailers. Yeah. Like, I don't need a three-minute trailer about every major plot point that's going to happen in a movie that's coming out. Yeah, it's pretty, I don't, de- it's pretty depressing. I don't care. Give me, like, go back to the 90s where it's just like, the in a world where this is happening, this person has to save the world. And then names, 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 title, done. That's all I need. Okay, I don't need, I don't need to see every explosion that happens in the fucking movie. I don't need to see half of the best fights, like chase scene, in the movie. Get rid of all that. Take it out. I don't want it. You're just spoiling the movie, and nobody yeah. wants that. Because why would I go spend ten dollars or fifteen dollars yeah, to go see it in a movie? Time. Yeah. Why would I go spend fifteen dollars to see it in a movie theater when you just showed it to me for free on YouTube for three dollars, like for thirty seconds? I don't care. Stop doing it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, honestly, with the second film, they understand what people liked and what went right. So guaranteed that trailer is going to show The Rock, Jason Statham. They're going to have way more good people in it. I bet that fucking Dominic Toretto is going to pop up in this one. And he's going to be like, I'm Superman and blow up or something. And, uh, That'd be horrible. And then probably the bad guy of this one's probably gonna be some other famous person. And be like, holy shit, they got this person. For the I movie? think it's gonna be the person that I think it's gonna be. Yeah. It's gotta be the. Hey, it'd be cool. The person, the leader of Etienne, has to be the bad guy in the next film. 
I don't think he's going to pop up till the third one. I think they're going to make three. You think they're going to make three? Okay. Because trilogy. Not 18 of them? Nah. <laughs> I think three. It's still a spinoff, you know? That's but, fair. um, no, I, I think there's going to be another low level or high level bad guy. Like, this is my second in command. Oh, yeah. And then that person's going to be someone really fucking cool. People will be like, holy shit, that's a bad guy? Okay, cool. And it'll be good. And it'll show, like. Oh, we already had super, black Superman. Let's have a Wonder Woman. Ha. <laughs> oh, shit, that'd be cool. Gal Gadot has been in one of these movies already. I'm not talking about Gal Gadot. Oh, okay. I'm not talking about actual Wonder Woman. Uh, I'm talking about, like, a female bionic woman cool. who's badass and, I'm you know, thinks it. completely different because women think differently than men. Like, their thought process is different. I'm here for it. Yeah. Shit. That will be good. I didn't see it in the movie, but Charlize Theron, if she... <laughs> well, even if she died, fuck it. Idris Elba died. <laughs> like... Make it Charlie's Theron. Make a robot tie them together something. because Vin Diesel was like all up on her nuts. So yeah, make a time machine. I don't know. It, it'll be good. <laughs> but this, the next movie, guaranteed. I'll say it right now. It's gonna make a billion. dollars. It'll hit a billion for sure. Guaranteed because this one was way too good. And I feel it like got close. It I feel got like every movie that comes out next year, once this whole like quarantine thing is over and movie theaters are allowed to open back up, every movie's hitting. Oh, like making a lot of money. Yeah. Everyone's gonna be like, "Yep, I need to get out of my house. I want to go see people. <laughs> I want to go see movies. I want to like sit down and have my kids pay attention to something that is not me." Thank you. <laughs> oh, they said uh, Sonic Two's happening. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm pumped. It's so good. Sonic was like the last thing. Are that we came getting out. a Detective Pikachu too? Oh, uh, I think they said they want to make another one. The Deadpool. I don't know how they can. Detective Deadpool. Because he got his body. Spoilers for Detective Pikachu. He gets his body back. He's not a talking Pikachu. They had some weird system that he can he can like switch bodies with Pokemon. That was a really fucking weird spot that movie. I still like it. Was it was weird. But it got that's weird fine. at the end. That's fine. Fucking Mewtwo and shit. Weird at the end. Oh well. Oh well. Uh do you have anything else to say about Hobbs and Shaw? I have a couple of things. So when we were watching this film, uh, there is a moment where they go to Samoa and they're coming in on a helicopter or, right, a helicopter, airplane? They flew somehow. Cause I don't know. Oh, Kevin yeah, Kevin Hart, Hart helped them out. In. Okay, so they flew in to Samoa and as they're flying in, there is this really cool uh, song playing, like island song. And as soon as the... Lyrics started in that song. I turned to Otis and I said, "That's the guy who does the vocals for Moana." Away, away. <laughs> yes, immediately. I recognized his voice instantly, and I looked it up because I needed to know for sure that I was right. And I was right. It is uh, Obatiah Foai. I'm gonna. That's completely butchering he his last name. He just sat up and dropped his. Oh yeah, he's on fucking mad. But he's from the group uh, Tevaka, um, and he. Their group does a whole bunch of stuff. Um, pretty much any movie you've seen that takes place um, in Polynesia for the last, like, five or six years, their music has been a part of it. They are very famous for bringing in that Islander sound. And because they're all native, um, it helps. Like, everyone wants that. And, yeah, they helped. Um, he helped Lin-Manuel Miranda do the music for Moana. And he was the lead male vocalist that did all of the songs that wasn't Lynn. So, yeah, I pulled that out. 
uh, just for like an instant when they, they sang that song in the movie. And then this movie, um, if you don't feel like it attaches itself enough to the Fast and the Furious with just having like Hobbs and Shaw involved in it, it does very much follow the plot of all the other ones where mm-hmm. the main sense of everything is family. Mm-hmm. The plot of all of the other films is literally family. Like, that's what gets Vin Diesel through everything, is the idea that in the end, he's going to come back to his family. His wife is there. His brother from another mother is there. Like, all of this family, like, tie-in to the Fast and the Furious films. Like, that's their whole point. And this film, even though it didn't deal with Dominic and the Paul Walker side of the family thing, it was very much a family film. Like, The Rock goes back. He has a very special um, relationship with his daughter that you get to see. He gets to go back to the island um, that he's from that he hasn't been in, been there for who knows how long. And he sees all the rest of his family. Um, and then on the Shaw side, Shaw and Hobbs basically become like brothers yeah. um, in their work. Very much Vin Diesel, Paul Walkery, like reminiscent of the first Fast and the Furious movie. And Shaw and his sister are very much like the real bloodline in the film. So there is a lot of family interwoven into this story if that is what what you were hoping for in a Fast and the Furious film. Like there is a lot of that family uh, aspect in the film. Thank you. Yeah. No, family. That's that's the word. Vin Diesel, how's he going to call him? I'm for my family. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you for my family. Yeah. Wally's got a really good Vin Diesel. He and really does. Deep Hell, too. Yeah. Man, Deep Hell loves Fast and Furious films. Uh, but, um, yeah, that's all I got. So, if you have any more fun facts or you want us to do another Fast and Furious film, I want to do Tokyo Drift so goddamn bad. Please, nobody. Uh, tweet us at? Allentown Pod. If you want to email us anything about Fast and Furious and why Tokyo Drift is the best Fast and Furious film, you can email us at... Disagree. AllentownPresents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook. It's... AllentownPresents. Hey, you thought I was going to say some more shit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like always, thank you for listening. And on my birthday, I went by. Fuck. Next birthday, I'm doing Tokyo Drift. <laughs> be my birthday movie. It's supposed to be about vampires. It's probably a vampire there. Uh, we'll figure it out. I w- I'll sit down and watch Tokyo Drift at some point. The music is amazing. I just remember watching it with Steve and Terrell. I went to movies all the time with them. We went and saw cars. We paid for cars, and then we just snuck into Tokyo Drift. Uh, I don't Incredibles. I think it was Incredibles. You paid for Incredibles? I mean... No, we watched Incredibles, and oh, okay. it was like, I don't feel like going home. Hey, That's Tokyo fair. Drift's about to start. Whoop! And That's slipped fair. in there. So we watched two movies. I was about to be mad at you. Yeah. Like, how dare you? No, no. But then you gave money to Disney, so I'm okay with it. Jesus. But, (laughs) Incredibles was fantastic. Yeah, but the music, It was incredible. That Tokyo Drift main theme. The Incredibles main theme? How dare you? The end credits? Boy, we were flapping in there. That shit was awesome. And uh, all the Asian ladies and stuff. It was great. Good job. So... Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back. I had to keep moving. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Um, we love doing this. This is fun. And I think we got, like, probably one more, maybe two more action films before we move on to comedy. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So, uh, for Katie, I'm Otis. Thanks for listening. I don't know what the fuck that was. That was weird. <laughs> okay, bye, guys. Bye. See you later. Bye.